You're listening to the Writing Momentum Podcast with authors Christopher and Gina Mazzelli, where you'll discover more about writing, publishing, building your author brand, and selling your book. Now, here's your hosts, Chris and Gina. Hey, and welcome to the Writing Momentum Podcast. I'm Christopher Maselli, and I'm here with my wife, Gina. How are you doing, Gina? I'm doing great. All right. Hey, doing great. We, we're excited because we have been in planning sessions with Writing yeah. Momentum, right? And in talking about some of the great things mm-hmm. that we can do. Um, you know, we've already started these writing moments where mm-hmm. you can get together with us and you can write every every week. And we, mm-hmm. we write on Wednesdays at noon central time. You can find out more about that at writingmoments.com. We have training and then we have writing. It's been really fun, mm-hmm. but that's just the beginning. We have some other cool things coming up, don't we? We do. We have been planning and we're not going to tell you what they all are right now, oh, but we do. It's a bit of a secret. We're going to be rolling some things out over the next few months. Yeah. So we're really excited. We're really looking towards the new year and what's going to be happening in the new year and some programs and and some opportunities and some options that we're going to have in the new year. And even between now and then, we're going to be putting some things in motion too. So definitely be on the lookout for that. In fact, I guess I could tell one thing that we're going to be doing over the next few weeks. Oh, that makes Are me you nervous. nervous. Yes, it does. <laughs> you have to know that Chris that is the tech you, guy. And so any idea You have to fulfill, uh, commit 100% to making sure it's out. That's the good thing is that it keeps us committed, is that we are going to be rolling out the Writing Momentum Facebook page. And so uh, the Facebook, not Facebook page, Facebook group. Mm-hmm. So be on the lookout in the next few weeks for the Writing Momentum Facebook group. It's completely free. We want to just create a place for writers to get together and um, just to build some relationships, not only with us, but also between one another. And so we're looking forward to seeing what happens with yeah. that. Plus people have a lot of questions about writing, right? Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times they'll email us and we encourage you to do so. We love answering your questions, but we realize sometimes when we post answers out there um, that first of all, it's just from us and we'd love to have other people contribute, but also why not have those answers benefit multiple people? And so this will be a way that we can all interact together and that'll be fun. Yeah, and I, you know, some of this, we've kind of talked back and forth about a Facebook group for a while. But um, we, during WriterCon, which we just had over Labor Day weekend in Oklahoma City, um, we had these roundtable discussions that were so positive. And we realized that what made the roundtables great was that it wasn't just one person speaking to the group, but that it was the group that was collaborating together. Mm -hmm. And that was such a beautiful moment that really stuck out to Chris, especially, but um, because I was, I was, otherwise occupied. So I wasn't able to be a part of them, but he just came back just kind of raving about these groups and about hearing from different writers. So, so, well, that brings us into today's topic because uh, while we were at WriterCon, several people talked to us about book marketing. This Mm -hmm. is something that a lot of us have on our minds because we know that it's so important, not just to write our books, but then to sell them. Right. Right. Um, But there are some misconceptions out out there about book marketing. And and what we found is that there's, um, uh, you know, a lot of people think, oh, I want to be traditionally published because then the publishing company will take care of a lot of the marketing. At least I have a plan of some sorts. Right. But uh, what we found over the years, especially in these more recent years, as publishing has changed so dramatically, is that we really need to be business-minded and financially-minded as authors to make sure that when we're publishing our book, that it's worthwhile 
for us to do that, right? And there's there's a lot of reasons why people publish. And so there, it may be worthwhile for you for different reasons other than finances. For some people, it's purely financial, right? Mm -hmm. They just want to publish because they, they need the money. Other people, it's more about that feeling of being published, be able to say, Hey, I'm an author. My book's out there. It's kind of a bucket list. Yeah, it's it a is. Bucket it's a bucket list. I want to publish a book and this is what I want to do. It's not something I see myself doing as another career. It's just something that's important to me for now. Yeah. And another reason is just for legacy. Some people want to publish a book to have something to pass on to their children or grandchildren, mm -hmm. whether it be their story or a children's story or something else, they want to have legacy. So there's a lot of different reasons we might publish. And so you want to keep that in mind. But often this idea of being an author gets in the way of us looking at the business side mm -hmm. of writing, right? Yeah. And, and that's I think that's so important to consider because uh, for some people, they may realize, you know what, if I'm not making money on this, maybe this isn't a thing I want to do. Right. And I can speak to some of that a little bit on a personal level mm -hmm. because I have been traditionally published, but with one of my books, especially that I had published, um, I had a co-author and by the time it was all said and done, there was each book only profited me at 75 cents. Now I got a little bit of an advance, but mm -hmm. so, which is you know, common. which is common when, when you publish traditionally, you'll generally get 15% is what you get on the book. So in this case, if the book net sold for $10, then Gina and her co-author were making $1.50 or 75 cents each. Right. So at 75 cents each, when it came time around to do some marketing and some promotion, I kind of had this idea of I, I wanted to put a marketing plan together. I wanted to do some things mm -hmm. and we had already done social media. So we had already done some of the freer free things, but I wanted to do some ads. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, what I discovered is that the ads were going to cost me about a dollar 50 for each sale. Yeah. So if you've so, ever watched Shark Tank, right, they call that customer acquisition cost, right? What's what's the cost to acquire a customer? So in this case, when we ran the numbers, we discovered it would cost us about a dollar fifty in order to get enough people to see the ad where someone clicks on through and actually buys the book. So to make a sale, it cost a dollar fifty, but then we were only making seventy five cents a book, so we would actually be losing money, right? Yeah. So we had to make some adjustments with that, yeah. and so that's just one example. I think there are other examples out there. I'm sure there are a lot of writers who could speak to this. Yeah. Um, well, where, yeah, what yeah. were you going to say? Yeah. We recently had a friend who was tr published traditionally and uh, she's had a lot of success with it, with it. It's been really good. And so she said, well, Hey, what will you give me to market this book? And the publishing company said, we can't give you anything. It's not in the budget. And so she was having to market that book on her own dime. And fortunately, it's done very well. But that's, again, it's something you have to consider because being traditionally published no longer means that they're paying even for the gas to go to a book signing, right? They're not paying for bookmarks or that sort of thing. You're having to foot the bill on that usually yourself. They're not even always paying for the books. So <laughs> as an author, you will still have to buy those books mm -hmm. at your author discount, which a lot of times is about 40% discount off of the retail. Plus shipping. And you're paying for shipping. Mm -hmm. So you, and then you're taking it to, maybe if you're doing a fair or you're doing some local signings, uh, that kind of thing, 
you can sell it there, but it's just, it, it, there's a, there is a cost associated with it is yeah. what the bottom line is. And so as a business person, you have to be aware of those costs and you have to be running those numbers. That's right. This is exactly the reason why so many authors are turning to self-publishing. Yeah. Because when you self-publish, you have more of an opportunity to go ahead and say, you know what? I am going to receive more money for my book, right? Mm -hmm. I may not sell as many books, but especially if you are working in a niche market, you want to make sure that you make more money per right. book. So if, for instance, Gina had self-published that book and she was making seven or eight dollars per book, then a dollar fifty for customer acquisition is not so bad, right? Because you're still making five or six dollars per book. And so you may not sell as many books, but because you're making more, you're actually coming out ahead. Well, you are, but you do have to know that as an independent publisher or an independent author, yeah. you would also be responsible for all the initial production costs. Yeah, right. So you would be responsible for the editing, the cover design, mm -hmm. the printing. You would be responsible for some of that. Now with printing, KDP makes this... Um, yeah, you, you could publish one book and it costs you two and a half dollars. Right. So it's yeah. not like the days of old where you would have boxes and boxes of books sitting in your garage, Thank you goodness. know, nowadays. Um, so that publishing cost would be associated. It would be um, tacked on at the point of sale. Yeah. So, um, but you still need to be thinking sales wise and business wise. Now I will say for an author who is being traditionally published, you might say, well, what's the point of being traditionally published? Mm -hmm. One, they do cover those initial costs. Two, they do have a, um, a pipeline for distribution and getting it out to their audiences. They do know their target markets and are very we well aware of how to reach those targets um, and those readers. So mm -hmm. those are all reasons. But also for the book, the friend of ours who just did this uh, big tour and she was uh, paying for it herself, she's looking farther down the line and she's looking to build a relationship with this publisher mm -hmm. with the idea that they're going to help her sell a lot more books yeah. because of their pipeline that they already have in place. So there is a trade-off. We don't want to paint the picture that being independently published is the solo and only way to go. Oh, no. But you have to think through all of that. You have to think through what can this publisher do for me that I can't do for myself. And it even could be there may be someone who's looking to um, have their book translated. Um, you know, that is another cost that is an independent publisher. You would have to you, you would have to take on yourself where for the traditional publishing, they would take that on. They would take care of that. And they would also have a pipeline in that way. So I, it, there's a trade-off in I, all of these. I recently talked to another author who uh, she had a great idea for a book. And she said, you know what? I'm not going to write this yet. I want to actually know what the the true cost of this book is, whether it's even going to sell. And so she decided to hire a company that would do a market survey for her and find out if the topic of the book was even viable. And I thought that was really clever. I have not met many authors who are willing to do a market survey um, because they just they have an idea. They just want to get it out there. But she wanted to make sure that it was actually worth her while to for all the months it'll take to write the book. She was going to self-publish to self-publish it. The yeah. cost that she might incur with that is it worth it? And so she's doing a survey. So these are the kind of things 
the bottom line is we really need to make sure that we're financially minded, that we're business minded mm -hmm. when it comes to creating the book, because it, it comes down to us. Because, Gina, when you traditionally publish, what can you expect as far as marketing goes? Who's responsible for it? Me. Yeah. <laughs> when you self-publish, when you self-publish and you're going to get that book out there and it comes to marketing, who's responsible for it? Me. Yeah. You again. So yeah. either way you look at it, you're going to be responsible for marketing. And that's something really to consider if you want to uh, be a published author today is that you also need to learn how to market. Mm -hmm. But don't let that scare you. Yeah. you can, there are creative ways to market. There are ways that we as introverts can market that still is very comfortable. And that's why we have this podcast is because we want to help people learn about those kinds of things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We want to help you learn some of the things, but we want to start from a place of this foundation of thinking business, being business minded with the way that we think about our writing, think about ourselves. And one thing that I would like to point out is that when you are thinking about writing and, and this doesn't, this doesn't matter whether you are fiction or nonfiction children's, it just doesn't matter in, in any way. Uh, no matter the genre that you're writing for, you need to think about not your book as the brand, but as you as the brand. Yeah. And that's one of our kind of keystone elements that we have learned over the years is that you are the brand. Now, what does that mean? That means one, you may be producing your first book in a line. You may be, you may have a whole line of books that you are producing um, books, videos, everything. You may have a blog that you are building up through social media and through your website that then you are producing a book that supports that blog. Um, so it may be that you may be a speaker who wants to have a book that you can sell when you go to speak and that's okay, but that's your brand, your, your book supports your brand, mm -hmm. the brand, even if you are a fiction writer, you are the brand. People don't necessarily go in and look for, um, well, they do look for a specific title, but once you've converted that person over to appreciating you as an author, they will be looking for you. They will be looking for books by you even more yeah. then they'll be looking for individual titles. They'll be saying, you know, I loved this book so much. What else does that person have? Yeah. And this goes back to that idea. Do not forget this, that you are more than one book, mm, right? Yeah. You don't just look at that single book idea you've got and think, okay, that's it, right? Your eggs are not all in that one basket. Mm -hmm. That is really, in, in my opinion, usually your book is just an entryway to so much more that you have to offer the world. And so, uh, so yeah, just remember, hey, the yes. book is just the starting point. It's just the starting point. But the bottom line is you're responsible for book marketing. Yeah, <laughs> think about your book marketing, but think about your, your writing, your book marketing as a business. This is part of your business. And so just be thinking about how do you want to brand your business? How do you want to position your business? Really be thinking through that. And it will, I think as you work through that process of just thinking through that, you will come to see a, a broader picture. It, mm -hmm. it, you will get your eyes, not just on your book, but maybe that book then becomes, there's an offshoot to that book that becomes your second book, yep. or maybe there's a uh, speaking course. or yep. a course 
there's a lot of different opportunities, a lot of different directions that you can go. Hey, if you find these podcasts and like this topic, if you found it interesting today and, and you said, hey, that's something that I can I can keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Would you go ahead and let others know by going into your podcast app and clicking to leave a review and leave a written review of what you think of this podcast that helps other people find it mm-hmm. and then just rate, review, subscribe, subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode. We have a new one that comes out every single Wednesday. We haven't missed one yet. <laughs> every single Wednesday, we have a podcast yeah. that lands and if you don't want to miss it, then go ahead and hit subscribe, hit that subscribe button on your app and then share it with a friend because that's how other people can find this too. There's enough room in this for all of us. And, uh, and so we just, we thank you for listening. You guys mean so much to us. And uh, if you want to hear about a certain topic, send us a question, send us an idea, and we'll be happy to record uh, our thoughts on it just for you. Until next time, we thank you. And don't forget that together we have writing momentum. You've been listening to the Writing Momentum Podcast with authors Christopher and Gina Maselli. Don't forget to subscribe and get the show notes at writingmomentum.com backslash podcast. Until next time, we hope that you have writing momentum. Hey, writer, do you struggle with finding time to write? Well, you're not alone. In fact, time is the number one challenge that most writers face when it comes to getting their books finished. That's why we've created Writing Moments, weekly sessions you can schedule on your calendar to write online with me, Gina, award-winning author and screenwriter Renee Gutteridge, and other writers who have similar goals as you. Each week we're meeting for a short writing training, Q&A, and then 45 minutes of uninterrupted writing time together, where we'll keep each other accountable to get our stuff done. If you'd like to find out how you can join us for some upcoming writing moments, just visit writingmomentum.com slash writing moments. We'd love to have you there. That's writingmomentum.com slash writing moments.